Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Coffee and Iced Tea VAT Special. In today's episode, we will look at VAT for free zone and mainland Dubai. We'll also see relationship between moving goods and services to mainland and vice versa. And joining us again today, we have Vikash Taktani from Legends Accounting. So we've had some clarification from the government in terms of designated zones. However, some aspects are still not very clear. Could you just run us through first in terms of, you know, how does it work on free zone? For example, Jafsa is a little different compared to the other free zone. So let's start with um, uh, the concept of free zone under VAT. So there is no concept of free zone under VAT law. The concept is designated zone. Uh, the definition given for designated zone is the zones that are fenced and have custom boundary and are regulated. What are those designated zones will be clarified by the cabinet decision which we are still awaiting. Going by the definition, we assume that JAFSA and DAFSA will be part of the designated zone. In order to understand further the impact on designated zones, it's important to bifurcate between the companies that are providing goods and the companies that are providing services. For the companies that are providing services, it is very simple. Whether the company is registered in a designated zone, in a free zone that is not a designated zone, or it is a mainland company, it works in the similar fashion. So if a company is in the mainland, is providing service to a designated zone company, they have to charge 5%. If a company is in a free zone providing services to a designated zone company, they have to charge 5%. If a company is in a designated zone providing services in a designated zone, they have to charge 5%. A company in a designated zone providing services to a free zone company or a mainland company, they have to charge 5%. So it's very simple. There is no differential between a service-based company that is registered in mainland or in designated zone. Now let's come to the uh, company that are providing goods. The concept over there is the custom boundary. Let's understand what happens when the goods actually come into a designated zone. So if you're bringing goods into a designated zone from outside of UAE, that transaction is outside the scope because that has not cleared the custom boundaries as yet. If you're providing goods from one designated zone company to another designated zone company, again, that is outside the scope. However, if you're providing the same goods to an individual customer, then you have to charge VAT. It could be within the same designated zone, but you are providing goods to a person who is not registered. So it's an individual customer. Okay. So 5% will be charged. Okay, that falls more under as a, as a retail umbrella when you say an individual customer. Yeah, so it's basically if you are consuming the goods within the designated zone, then in this case, what you're doing is you're consuming the good, right? Because the end user is Correct. using it. In this case, 5% has to be charged. So if a company is bringing goods, those that transaction is outside the purview. But if they're consuming it for your, their own purpose also, that the consumption will fall within the purview of 5% VAT. Let's go on to if a designated zone company is selling goods to a company in the mainland, then the mainland company needs to charge the VAT under the reverse charge mechanism. If a company is in the mainland selling goods to designated zone company, again, that would be considered as export of services. Okay, so I think this would be a lot more clearer uh, once we have information in terms, I think DIFC would be another zone which would probably fall under a designated zone, but we will still uh, need clear yeah. clearance from the, uh, the, the cabinet. cabinet. Decision. Yeah, but uh, DIFC is services. Again, services uh, really doesn't matter. For the listeners, I would like to clarify a bit more on the uh, good side. If a company is in mainland and selling goods to designated zone, that would be standard rated. If a company is in GCC and overseas and the goods are coming into designated zone, that would be outside the scope. Company in designated zone selling goods and services to company in designated zone uh, would be out of scope. Designated zone company selling goods to mainland UAE company, that would be standard rated. And a designated zone company selling goods to companies in GCC and overseas, that would be outside uh, of scope.
yeah uh, i'll further elaborate on the import of services we're importing services into uh ue whether it is uh, ue mainland or designated zone that would be done under the reverse charge mechanism so the importer of goods and services will have to account for vat under the reverse charge mechanism for a designated zone company that is selling services uh, to gcc or overseas company that would be export and would be charged at zero rate okay Yeah, that really helps clarify a lot of uh, you know confusion, and you have these these really well made charts. So we will make sure that we list it in our show notes. So please have a look. Um, I think the way Vikas has explained it is really clear. And once you have a look at these charts, it will make life a lot more easier. So now we are moving on to questions from listeners. The question where um, you ended in terms of free zones and designated zone. The question is from Deepak. how to calculate vat when i rent my software solution as a service to free zone based company so as you mentioned before um, whether you are in mainland in free zone uh, you are providing services in mainland in free zones it really doesn't matter if you are renting your uh, software to a free zone company you have to charge 5% vat and that 5% has to be then reflected in your vat return and has to be paid to fta All right, thank you very much because I think you provided a lot of information for our listeners. So, thank you.